York to LA. From New York to LA, it's Sarah and Dre, and we're here about to give you the show. Welcome to Vod Sad City. If you don't know, now you know. On my goddamn couch, Sarah. I ain't spilling a wine in couch. I could see, I could just see it happening from the floor the as I sit. Yeah, whatever. I live on the street. There's noises. I like this setup though. We're trying to finally get the vibe down right, where we don't have to be like on a table with our elbows up, staring directly at each other. We're more on the floor. We're lounging. We're basically laying down like we were. <laughs> In our photo shoot this weekend, about to make out. Money, oh. money's being thrown at us, and we're just like, put me on the well, mic. Let's just talk about that, Dre. Yeah, well, before we get into that, what are we going to talk about, Sarah? Oh, um, the ro- guys, the roles have switched tonight. I'm on the floor. <laughs> Sarah's <laughs> on the couch. And I'm going to talk like Sarah. On this episode, we're going to talk about our weekend. Also, we've been gone for so long. I know you have all been waiting. Uh, we'll reminisce on, we'll high level talk about euphoria, and then I'm going to do some rapid fire questions on Sarah, as she's done to me in the past, because why the fuck not? We're back, baby. We're just diving deeper. We just want you to get us to know us so well. Yes, you guys have heard enough about me, you're about the breakup, blah, 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 but what's up with Sarah, and her know. mans, and her dates, and her dicks? <laughs> we all hear about it. I'm multiple. <laughs> My multiple dicks. Yeah. So what did you do this weekend? We <laughs> were talent. What is it like to be talent now? Euphoric. <laughs> it's great. I mean, listen. I get it. I really do get it now. We had our first photo shoot. We didn't set up high expectations. Obviously, our friends are amazing. They helped us out so much. Wow. We didn't have the highest wow. expectations. <laughs> I mean, okay, me personally, I didn't know. No, I'm saying wow because I'm like, what if you were a guest on the podcast and you're I'm going to turn mine down, too. We had a guest on the podcast, and our phone went off, and I was like, really, bro? Really? Really, you could Joey? kindly exit left. <laughs> yeah, so we did a photo shoot this weekend. Apparently, Sarah had no expectations. No, I was just, the whole week leading up to it, just because we had been planning it for so long, I was having these anxiety, like, crazy mm. dreams. We were on, like, a yacht, and Natasha was the captain of the ship, and we were looking for the light on these beautiful rocks that looked like we were in Cabo San Lucas. And then once we found the rock with the perfect lighting, the sun like went away. And then there were these two gangsters on their own boats having a, a gangster mobster war. Then they went into this small rock cave and killed themselves. So did I we get the some... Titanic shot though. I think yes. we did. Do you think you did? I yeah, mean, every morning I wake I up to, okay, this was my dream last night. I'm like, we 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 checked all the boxes. We're ready to go. Now we just got to put our talent faces on I mean, and do the damn I thing. Will say, and let's, guess what? We damn did it. We killed our shoot. It was amazing. Everyone that helped us out, shout out to Christian, Casey, Danny, Natasha, and Amanda, and post-production soup, Corey, for helping us out. We really couldn't have done it without you. I hate saying that line because it feels so corny. But so the, all of those stress dreams and premonitions, literally the night before, I tell my girls, get some rest. And I get two oh phone God. calls from my friends, and they're both, like, crying about something yeah. really dramatic. And I'm Guilty. just like, oh, my God. Oh, you had one night to just rest your little head. We'll, we'll get into that when I do rapid fire on you. Um, but, yeah. but the most important thing is, I don't know about you. I know you did. We had fun, and everyone there had fun as well. I had a damn great time. It was 
it was fun to use our creative vision and execute it. Like it was a little nerve wracking in the beginning, but then once we got our groove, got more familiar with the space, our pictures are fucking bomb. We've already teased out a few. You guys are going to see the behind the scenes. This is our vision of Vodsad City and we're going to rebrand the whole motherfucking thing. Yeah, we're coming at you. Talent, baby. I just like being referred to as talent now. But I would like my drink like spruced up all the time, like things, things <laughs> the little things, just, little things Powder were there my nose. out of nowhere. I'm like, oh wow, we're re- we're ready for the shot. Like, is this what it's like? Dude, I can get used to the that. Vibes were high. The music was on point. I also drank a whole, like half a bottle of vodka, so it's probably why I had so much fun. Yeah, we we did. But we had good time. But there was I brought a veggie platter. <laughs> that no one ate. Casey donated. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, we've euphoria. Shit, beat the Super Bowl. Who the fuck was watching the Super Bowl with that halftime show? Mm-mm. Yeah, you turned it on, had the music on in the background for good times, reminiscing on the tunes you used to listen to, bopping like your Snoop Dogg, but you're watching Euphoria right after. And especially episode six coming <laughs> after the crazy shit that happened with Rue. Spoiler alert, episode five was off the motherfucking deep end. You got your girl Rue running from, doing a whole street chase from the cops. It was, you were at the edge of your seat freaking out. And then she ended up at in the loony bit. Oh, so many things. And this next episode that was on during the Super Bowl was basically the Cassie versus Maddie Bowl. Mm-hmm. And it's just... This, I had a few people over, a few people, three girls over to watch, quote unquote, watch. And going back to the talent thing, I felt like I got hit by a four by four. My whole body hurt from that one pose like on the floor. Like, how old are you? I couldn't, <laughs> seriously, my back was so sore. I was hobbling around and I had no voice. And I'm like, let's watch the game, whatever. And then you, I'm like, all right, everyone get ready for euphoria. I rearranged my living room. I dimmed the light and it was like, I was pacing, but we were ready for the battle of Maddie, Cassie. I Not know. the fucking Rams, woo. I know. I was like, oh, LA's in the game. In the match. You're like, like, who's pitching? (laughs) Nah, we're not those girls. We're cool. Uh, Well, you know, after our long day on set, we also went out to this. Oh, that's all. That's what I just forgot. Yeah, that's probably why we're tired. We did. It was a nice 30 minute walk home because Ubers were crazy because it was Super Bowl weekend. So we went to my friends. I don't know what kind of party it was. It was a red dungeon. I guess it was on brand for Valentine's Day. The Shroom Witch? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you walk in, there's red lights everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's different, you know, types of people and types of things. Lots of party games. And then she started DJing, and I was just confused. She was wearing gloves. That was like episode <laughs> 27 of the night. We had we went to multiple different parties that night. Oh, I went sorry. to bed at 6 a.m., and I wonder why I'm tired, and I wonder why I feel old. But here we are, back on the mics, and Euphoria. There's two episodes left. Who's two, with us? I can't believe there's two episodes left, though. I could cry. I want, at least they're renewed for a season three. Yeah. All these kitties hopping on the bandwagon. What you know? What you know about Euphoria? You don't know shit. We the OG watcher. We created Euphoria. I know. Yeah. I was looking back at our time on our Vodsad City the other day, and we have that quote, like, do you watch Euphoria? We were asking people that when they barely even heard of the show. No one knew. No, but dead ass. I don't care if we sound fucking, <laughs> no. Yeah, right. I don't give a fuck. Because yeah. most of those people, and some of them still, will try to, like, stand with it, but then they'll say shit like, my high school wasn't like, like that. Yeah. 
I'm like, yeah, my dad wasn't Tony Soprano. Like, you, but he was. <laughs> <laughs> but like, shows you watch aren't relatable. Like, Jesus Christ, people yeah. are crazy. Not all shows you watch are relatable, but there's something you can find within the storylines and the emotions and narratives of the characters that you can relate to. So, yeah, just because no one's popping glitter in each other's assholes. Love that. <laughs> yeah. In your high well, school math class. Is, like, season one, people were like, it's not for me. It's for certain people. Fine. Season two, everyone's got a fucking comment on it. I'm like, oh, where were you season one, my guy? Mm-mm-mm. Right? Oh, now you want, oh, this was, I wore this and I got in trouble. It has nothing to do with what actually happened in high school. And if you're thinking that. And ain't no one glorifying drug addiction because Mm. no one's rooting for Rue to keep doing drugs. They're like, get her ass home. Get her ass in rehab. It's emotional, but it's what we, it's one of the things we live for every Sunday. Mm. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm not even in town. I'm going to be in Detroit on on the season finale. Chris just reminded me. I'm going to be watching at the airport. I know. You're going to be with your dog, Rue. I was like, I I can't even know. No. Who's watching Rue? Chris. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was if you want to, you can tag team. Yeah, I mean I probably will be there all the time. I I just decided I'm gonna because I'm the next weekend I'm going to Big Bear because I've been having dreams about skiing. And I've been telling myself lately if I have a dream about something, do it. <laughs> yeah, and also we we share an Amazon Prime account. So and <laughs> I, I am the owner of the account, so I get the text alerts the second something's ordered, delivered, shipped, whatever. So I see all these things last night. And I just sent her a gift of her. She's like someone skiing, looking like a fool. I'm like, you got this. She's like, you got a full ski outfit. Nice. <laughs> Delivering one day to like from now, tomorrow. I want to check Amazon. Sure. Shit, you can get anything there. Love I, it. Next I ordered day. a bib and pants. I don't know what. I, well, I haven't and skied gloves. in like, the whole shebang. I'm so excited. Danny ordered gloves. Did you too. grow up a skier? Yeah. Oh, you, you're a snow bunny. You were born a snow bunny. But I haven't done it in so long, and the last time I did was in Breckenridge, and I'm used to skiing on the East Coast. It's different. It's like Watch ice. Your it's wine. not real snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's flailing. It's not real snow, but out West is that real thicky creamsicle snow, and I ain't She's used to it. She's bobbing and weaving. <laughs> were you a, a skier or a snowboarder? I'm a skier. I'm a I wish. I wish I could... <laughs> I'm a skier. And cut jumps. <laughs> Can't even get into that. Damn, I wish I was a cool, like, cool snowboarder. Danny's a snowboarder. Sexual. That's why we're together. <laughs> you go together, like. He just snowboarding. I, I feel like, yeah, snowboarding always looks way cooler. Skiing, you just look like a dick. Like, you look like your parents' trust fund is skiing down the mountain. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's. <laughs> with your arms. But really, yeah. My dad skis in fucking jeans in April, upstate New York. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> Tony Soprano. <laughs> no fucks given. Oh, it's gonna be. And we're gonna bring Rue. So what I was talking she about was we're bringing Rue, and Rue loves the snow, so she's gonna have a good time. And Frodo's going, so. Um. So Rue's not really made for the snow, so I'm gonna wait for. I'll be on standby for anything medical that happens because I'm with oh, the nurse Chris. That is well, because last paws time. Her are all cut up because she's fucking prancing around the snow. Yeah. She thrives anywhere she is. She's a little sassy bitch. She's, she's my best friend. She's my best friend. So, all right. So let's fucking dive in. Let's go rapid fire. All right. I'm nervous. Are you ready? You're I nervous? don't know what you prepared. No, I feel like these are very, these are good, not right. yet sexual until the last five questions. Oh, my God. Okay. So, as you guys know, I hope so, 
Um, Sarah has been in a long-term relationship. How long? You have to always double check. Just hit nine years in January. Nine in January. That's almost a fucking decade. Oh, it's it. Okay, and then as you also know, I've recently went through a breakup, which Sarah has talked about multiple times. And to give you some context, the ex is best friends with her longtime lover partner, (laughs) Danny is his name. All right, we're going. We're diving in. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, give us some advice on just long-term relationships in general. Being with someone you love for so long, how, like, what's some advice on that? And I have my opinions only because I've been in a seven-year relationship, so I know I see you guys together, and it warms my insides because I'm like, that's what it should be, and that's what I wasn't. But I want to hear it from your voice, like some advice on that. I think that it's important to be upfront about what you want in the future and not think that that's going to, like, scare someone away. When you're starting to, like, catch feelings for someone, having those conversations candidly doesn't only help you in the long run if it's going to be a serious relationship, but it allows you to know if they get freaked out and scared. You don't want to be with someone who can't, is, is not emotionally in touch with themselves to be nervous, like, oh, she's talking about if she wants kids down the line, like, I'm scared, like, what does she want to, like, lock me up? Then that's the guy you don't want, so that's the person you're going to weed out. Me and Danny, when we the first couple of months we were dating, we were in a very lucky situation that we both wanted very much similar things. But I I don't want kids. Like we both grew up from divorced families. We don't we didn't want to get married. We wanted to just travel the world and focus on our careers and have fun and find like a life partner in crime, and. Being super transparent, again, in the early stages, I think, is what allowed us to not not have any, like, hiccups down the road. And we jumped to it really soon. Like, I don't think there are specifically many rules to follow. When I graduated, so we started dating in January 2013. When I graduated college in May 2013 and came back to the city, like, I didn't have a spot in my mom's crib or dad's crib. to Like, I didn't have a room of my own to go home to. So I crashed with Danny at his spot in Brooklyn for a bit. Until I was like in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to find a job and get my own place. Hell no. It took me a while to find a job and get my own place. And as much as I in my head was looking at options to like get a roommate and move out, it wasn't working out for me. So we were able to live with each other and that accelerated our learning of how to net. Like when you travel with someone, you live with someone, it's way different. In any relationship, you just learn the ins and outs of how that person functions, communicates, and gets through life. So be, us being able to do that, I think, like just fast-tracked us to success. Yeah. I, I And so, again, more context. You already said it. But you you did you did get together at a younger age, right? So it's like... Yeah, 20? so it's young. But, but you were on the same page about lifelong goals and, like, things and beliefs and everything. So I feel like that's a huge thing yeah and we both like moving to california it was definitely something i might have pushed a little bit more in the beginning but he wanted to as well because he works in film it only made sense but i didn't even have a job he was able to transfer i helped kind of like set it up the move and make sure like figure out a timeline because i really i don't even know why i wanted to go so bad i guess i was just over new york growing up there but (coughs) he (coughs) <coughs> I'm getting over this fucking cold. 
he was able to transfer like weeks before we like found an apartment and just like two weeks before we were moving out because I was interviewing I finally got some job and we moved out here and that's a real test but we both wanted to move out here and we both wanted to make the most of this experience together without having many friends at all and we were able to do it and grow and like build our family and you know grow our roots in LA and doing that together is just something again it's all about being on the same page with what Mm -hmm. your your wants and desires are all right so let's now I'm, I'm going off track here maybe I'm one-sided but let's say you do all these things you get there actually this is a good segue you said you have to be on the same page you have to communicate what you want together or else you're not on the same page that's what we talk about this a lot on the podcast communication is huge I feel like in any relationship and in anything do you have any communication tips so together for nine years like whether you're just talking about your feelings, what you want in life, or you're in an argument, like do you have any tips on that after nine years? I think what helps me in any arguments that we get into is becoming like less hot-headed and observing the situation and figuring out where accountability needs to be held and never never like jumping to a, an apology but if we get into some kind of fight i will say hey like let's take a beat this is how i feel in this particular situation of what you did how did that make you feel and i just i just try to see both sides of it like as as much as you want to be right or wrong like do you think Danny you- does the same thing like as a couple how do you think cuz i'm i'm asking because you guys clearly can communicate. You guys have been together now. Again, one more time. I'm an outsider looking in from whatever I experienced. And I'm like, they can communicate communicate very clearly. They say what they want up front. They're from the jump, I feel like you've been doing that. You know? Yeah. I think we just know each other so well now, too. And we have our forms of how we deal if we get heated or upset about things. It doesn't have to be an argument, though. Yeah, like... Anything. He'll, like, if it's a big argument, which doesn't happen too frequently, but if it is, he need he needs its space. And it kind of goes back to, like, your love languages and the way you are, your personality is. But, like, he'll need his space to actually breathe and take a second to clear his head. Otherwise, if we fight and he's in that negative headspace, he'll say things he'll regret, and I will bury him. <laughs> but you know the love. I love this. And now, now I was crying out and laughing. Um the love language is a big thing because you knew this from the jump, right? You knew that, like, anytime you got into an altercation, he needed a space, right? So you would give him that. Yeah. That's... Big. But it was hard for me because I don't like giving anyone Sarah has space. a strong <laughs> personality. <laughs> Danny's calm, cool, cucumber, collected, chill, goes with the vibes, but very fun. Sarah has a very strong personality, so... I feel like you have to be upfront about those things. I don't know why I'm guiding. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, no, it's I, true. I've just witnessed it. And it's I think bickering is important a little bit because you want to be able to, you know, uh, state your opinion and make sure you're inv- If you're bickering, that means you're invested in each other, right? You you care about what the outcome's going to be because you're sharing the experience together. If, whether it's something stupid like what you're watching on TV or... <laughs> Which is what they fight about. <laughs> What? Which is what they argue about. It's, it's like, <laughs> well, now we're on the same motherfucking yeah, page. Yeah, I we're was there how- two nights ago, and she's like, "So I watched the the next episode of Real Housewives," and he's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna leave because you're being cute, and I'm not there." Adios. But like, yeah, it's 
It's nine great. years of love, I guess. Well, now being on the same page with Real Housewives is just, I mean, how do you find a, a man that um, watches Real Housewives oh, with you? Oh, we're not even going to talk. We're bringing Danny on next episode or coming up soon because he's the gem, the salt of the earth. Like, What's funny is it wasn't also, even a show been, I watched. But he's been bringing it up, not just with you, with in multiple conversations when we're out. And I go, Casey and I were on shrooms. And we're like, I was like, watch, I guarantee Danny brings up Housewives. <laughs> and he did. And it was the funniest thing in my entire life. He, it's just, it's, it's, it's so, so easy funny, to watch. Because he's just so, you can, he's the most easy to talk to person. Oh, don't get me started on him. That's a whole other episode. We're moving on. Okay, so... Danny and Sarah have been like parents to not only myself, but like pretty much all of her and their friends. Um, They ran a halfway house for the breakups, the (laughs) lost souls. Uh, They have just that personality trait in them or they are caring and giving and really are just helpful and put themselves last and put others first, which I'm fucking thankful for. But how do you deal with being and you mentioned it earlier, like we called you crying. How do you deal with being parents, quote unquote parents, uh, with us? And also just like putting that aside and like focusing on your relationship. Well, it's funny too, because when that night happened, when we got calls from like both <laughs> Natasha and Andrew <laughs> of things that happened. Major things, I'm um, like me and Danny are just like talking out of bed. I'm like, wow, if we did have kids, like we're so prepared. We've just... <clears throat> been able to vocalize and emotionally support a lot of people and you know figure out situations it's just kind of funny but I think if we I said it I was like if we were a parent I would let that kid get in all the trouble let them figure it out on their own so they have them street smarts she lies (laughs) they would be the best parents ever but they don't want children because they have me and Natasha Um, so, all right. So the question is, how do we how do like, you, like, find because, time for And ourselves? also, like, we're we're we are we are frequently together. Well, Danny knows I'm a social person, and I like to be around people, and he does too. And what's great about our relationship in general is we both have different hobbies and different things that we like. So he goes golfing. Like I don't, I don't fuck with it. He's asked me to do some like I don't know what's it called, the driving range type of shit a couple times. I did it just to you know. But he has his own separate thing, which is great. He'll go spend a day and do that. I record a podcast. I have my solo dolo time. I We love having company over and everyone hanging out with us and stuff. But in the times when we do feel like, okay, it's a, a week where we've had people over every night, we just communicate and we're like, all right, let's just do me and you hang out. It's so dumb, but like sometimes we will just be like, all right, date night. Like it's jokey and corny, but mm, we'll plan it out and what's fun about our relationship is that we're both down for an adventure like we I was thinking about it I was like what did we do for Valentine's Day last year and last year we because we don't care about the holiday but we had we had nothing to do so like let's do something we drove to Idlewild and the Cabazone those dinosaurs we with Rue we took Rue we drove to Idlewild funny thing about that is I thought I was going to Pioneer Town didn't quite know the difference between the towns not the same. One's a wild west. One's a motherfucking hunker bunker. Like, oh, yeah. it's where JoJo recorded his album. It's like the woods. <laughs> anyway, we wanted to go explore a new city that was like an hour, two hours outside of LA and just hang out there and go to a bar and kick it. And me and him love planning things like exploring new neighborhoods, going to art galleries, 
it's been weirder because shit has been closed and now things are starting to open up and be normal again. But we would always be out in the town. I mean, you remember too, I'd be inviting people to like the weird random shit we would do. So I think us having our separate activities and then just the joy of finding new activities to do all the time together is yeah. what keeps it funky. Yeah, totally. And as again, as an outsider looking in with my past, um, it's being secure in your relationship and you should have your own individual hobbies. You should do your own thing with friends or golf or whatever the fuck you want to do. Jerk off on a Sunday. Whatever. It's fine. You, you grow separately and you go together. That's massive. And, right. if, and if you feel some type of way about, hey, I don't like when you golf on a Sunday. I want to do this with you on a Sunday. It should be openly talked about from the jump. Right. Of course. Sorry, if I get too Well, heated, that's the thing too. Let like, me know. He'll tell me. Like, it's not like I'll get, it'll get thrown on me. Like, we tell each other. What our plans are for the weekend. And having separate plans is important. One thing that I do not like about certain, not certain couples, but some people act, and we've just been in a relationship for so long, I know how to, you know, function. But sometimes people act like a couple is one unit. You cannot, it's just true. I see it all the time. Like, oh, if you're hanging out, the boyfriend has to come. Or if they're hanging out, like the girlfriend has to come. It's so important to have your own individuality and keep your own hobbies and keep your own passions. And I can go see a movie by myself that maybe Danny doesn't want to see. We have that. Not be shunned for it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, we have that freedom to like what we like and do what we do. Like, we always come home to each other. But it's so important to, you know, codependency is inevitable in a 10-year, in a decade of a relationship. But having your individuality is what... And that's what being secure 100% is. That's that's it. You do your own thing and you know you're going home to your partner that you've been with for so long and that you love so you can go out and do these things and have your own thoughts and feelings and hobbies and go home and be secure with it and not have a fight. So, great answer. Moving on. Um, I told you I was hitting you hard. We're going to keep going, I think. Let's see what I got here. All right. So, uh, again, as a quote-unquote mother that Sarah is, it's her personality. She's a cancer. I don't know if it's even in the Sensitive, cancer. Sensitive, nurturing. She's nurture. She's a fucking, I swear. She always has the right words to say at the right time, too. And <laughs> when I tell you, Sarah's word, is, Sarah's word is the last word. And it's funny because you've been dealing with Natasha and I who are single. And we're like, oh, is this guy normal? And she's like, fucking red flag. Terrible. This, that. And we're like, oh, if Sarah disapproves, <laughs> we're out. Whatever. Um, that's not actually what I was... Yeah, no. So how do you... We've talked about this before. How do you try and put yourself first before others? Ooh. In what situation? Because it's you've hard. said to me even before, like, I... I oh. You're, you're always thinking about others before yourself. And, like, that's hard to, like, prioritize that and yourself. So it's like, is there any tips? Or, or are you just like, I don't know. I'm trying to do it. Um, that's a difficult question because it's kind of scenario specific, but the only, th- I guess she's going to start blocking my fucking calls, screening my calls. <laughs> I mean, the only way I can put myself first is by doing the things I enjoy with myself. Like one of the biggest things that I love to do is traveling and planning trips and things like that. So I mean, even my birthday trip planning my 30th in Maui, that's something I love to do. And it was really fun to 
you know, do all their research and figure shit out, even though it's still curating like a time for my friends. Those are the things that See, bring she's me so joy. Always, yeah, so she's, I like it. You're still like adding us in, but with your thoughts in mind. Yeah. I don't know. It's a hard yeah, Basically, I'll never, I know. It's kind of why I added it in there. Bitch. <laughs> Either way, you can't leave me because I'll find you. All right, let's go fucking back to your regular scheduled programming. Are you looking at the thing? Because we're over, oh, we're still recording. We're good. Yeah, we're good. All right. Um, how do you keep it spicy sexually in your relationship? Nine years? Shit, this is a fucking big topic. I know many people out there, those walking by outside, totally agree. It's hard to keep things spontaneous, sexual. It's like, hey, I made dinner tonight. You cleaning? You want to fuck on Wednesday? It's a thing. What How I can say it? is the biggest turnoff ever is when someone <laughs> says, do you want to have sex? Yeah, literally jump it's, off the of bridge. It's <laughs> like, you just get out and leave. Like, yeah, and then you're just, yes, It's just horrible because you're like, this isn't fun. So we're planning our Wednesday night, 6 p.m., see you in the bedroom. Oh, my God, I know. It's so crazy. No, I mean, I don't really plan it. I feel like if I'm going to get real raw about it, it's, it's, well, it's been like four or five years now. But so she's had sex. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but like ever since my mom passed like five years ago, my libido like got fucked up. But I've been rebuilding that and, you know, being communicative with Danny about those types of things. I mean, he's so cool and down though. Like we go into a sex store with each other and we like pick shit out. We, when you were with us that one time, you picked out like a dildo for me, but he's still, he's like, oh, I didn't he's know like, they I made would... like male things. I'm like, yeah, figure it out. I was like, get whatever. Let's, I've been doing research on like games. I'm like anything just to do something different because we've done it all. <laughs> when we first moved out here, I remember one of our trips was to Yosemite, like one of our first trips. And I don't even know how to fucking hike. I'm a New Yorker. And <laughs> someone tells us it's a, it's a medium level hike <laughs> was not it was 10 <laughs> miles starting going downhill the whole time and then back up the people we went with were stones they didn't no one packed enough water anyway that's just my drama about it but we i was like danny i want to fuck in the mountains <laughs> you fucked in the mountains on that trip I didn't yeah we found a rock and we fucked in the mountains and then Looking back, I was like, I wish we conserved our energy <laughs> because... Did you die the way back? <laughs> um, yeah, I was going so crazy. I was, climbed uphill as Kim and Hugh were waiting for us that I was like, Danny, there was times when we were passing other mountaineers, whatever you want, hikers, <laughs> where I wanted to like pretend I had a gun so I could steal their water. <laughs> But that's my New Yorker mentality, being a fucking psychopath. Well, you also just had sex. You were exhausted. Well, it, there's a lot of factors to it. But also, you keep it what I did learn in hiking is just a fun tip. Everyone is really friendly. And if you needed water, they would have given it to you. You didn't have to shoot them. But yeah, we, we keep... <laughs> like, I'm just picturing the whole thing. I, I was like, I was going to pretend I had a gun in my hoodie. I don't know what... She I was going to actually murder the mountaineers. Because I was also like... Take the ranger outfit. I was delusional. Was I was delirious at that point. I was just oh, like, he we're must done. have that good dick. <laughs> but yeah, no. Or you were dehydrated. <laughs> me and Danny... Oh, my God. Oh, right. Well, right. I'm just thinking of craziest places. We, we've done a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, are you... How do you keep it spicy? 
still communication because even though there will be lulls with a long-term relationship, as long as you talk about it and figure out what the reason is and just communicate how to better effectively figure out when you want to fucking have sex. Because, totally. yeah, guess what? It's a long time you're with some person. You know them way too well. It's not the same. It's not the same, like, fucking honeymoon bullshit when you're in year one and you're, like, you act like you saw a penis for the first time. We used to, uh, yes, 100%. <laughs> I'm so with that. We used to leave work. We used to work together. Leave work, go to my apartment, have sex, and go back to work multiple times a day. We're not doing, no, nine years later, you're not, definitely not doing that, 100%. Uh, but yeah, you're talking about, hey, why are you feeling this type of way? Bitch, because you, because whatever, I'm stressed about this or blah, 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 as long as you're open about it. Trust. That's a huge, that's a huge factor in a relationship. I've heard a lot of things and it's that, that, that like, you know, the spark died down or like the sex wasn't, no, it's because like you weren't talking about these things. I think, yeah, of Mm -hmm. course it's going to die down. Of course there's going to be like lulls in your relationship. That's normal fucking life. Shit. Talk to me when we're married for 25 years. You going to like me then? I know. Because I'm going to like you. Hopefully. Who's out there? (laughs) It's crazy. We, it's hard. It's yeah. definitely, definitely hard. It's definitely hard. So, like that answer. Love it. We're going to keep going. Okay. <laughs> so, Sarah did indeed just get a sex toy. Dildo. The Venice Vixen. Ooh. Uh, have you been using it? Yeah. When she got it, she texted the group and said. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> no, no, no. I love this. I actually still envision it. I'm going to need a hard hat and the manual. <laughs> Because she's not wrong. There's a lot of buttons and they do a lot of things. Too many, honestly. I learned a new fucking thing. At one point, I threw it because it by China's falling off. So, have you used it? Have you used it with each other? Have you used it at all? Yeah. We, I use it. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, help whip it out. If I'm drunk too, I'm not as. uh, You're a porn star. Gifted as you. Well, that part, but I can't like come easily, like if I'm drunk. So, of course, we're going to whip it out and something's going to work. Nice. So, it's been working. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I love the Venice Vixen. The thing is, with me personally, I still, like, I take, I could do it within two minutes. Sometimes by the time I find what I want to look at, I'm, like, done. Done. Same. Yeah. It's I, exhausting. <laughs> and it sucks because I don't want to scroll through the page. I don't want to read any of the... Mommy like, and me. <laughs> like, my stepson... <laughs> I don't want to, like, <laughs> Yeah, we're there for one thing. All. Well, now you have the Vixen to do the job. That's fun and exciting. We still have to remember, we're both, like, left-handers. Yeah. <laughs> so you still have to have your right Pulling hands Pulling the out. crowd out there. You're, we use you're our watching, right... You're watching pornography. On your phone. On your phone. You're using your, your dominant hand. So you're, you're doing the other thing with your not dominant hand which if you think about it is kind of crazy that means we could do whatever we want with these hands (laughs) i mean shit well you need one hand to hold the dildo for sure but it's just interesting that you don't do it the other way because i've done it once and it was oh god me too i was like i hate it i I know it's like i can't this doesn't work yeah (laughs) anyway okay well that's cool oh all right so on the porn topic have you watched porn together oh yeah for sure not oh, in a yeah, while. she said, oh, yeah. And not in a while. That was, like, probably in the beginning when we were just like, let's get crazy. 
but we haven't in a while. Maybe we should try it again. It's just hard to find. It's, crazy, yeah. it's like me going on it. Like it how gets you a little, feel. It's a little. No, 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 no. Some I crazy totally, shit on there. It's weird because it's like, well, what are you putting on? Well, what am I putting on? Like, what are we gonna both put on? <laughs> yeah. And it's that weird, awkward, like five minutes of when you first put it on, and then when you start watching it, you get into the moment. I think. But I will say, it's definitely awkward, but worth it. If you want to spice things up, or if you want to, if you really want to get in the moment with your other person, just yeah. put on some someone else doing it. It'll turn you on. It will. It will. It's science. <laughs> put it on the big screen. Shit. <laughs> what if you surround ca- sound accidentally cast it to like my neighbor's TV? <laughs> Has Danny ever walked in on you masturbating? <laughs> He's woken up to it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> He hasn't woken up to it, but he's said, like, I'm pretty sure you were yeah. masturbating when you fall asleep. Hey, we can move on from I don't know, sometimes stuff. if I can't fall asleep, I'm bored, and I'm just like, oh, you're sleeping, bitch. <laughs> um, has he ever walked in? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's nine years. Yeah. But be. I like to be real quick, and I lock all the doors. <laughs> so recently, like, very recently, I was texting Sarah, I'm like, midday, Wednesday, 2 p.m., I'm like, yo, your shit's on fucking Do Not Disturb. An hour goes by. Fine, we talk. It goes off. I see her that weekend. She's like, yeah, do you want to know why? Because I'm fucking jerking off in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't need you hitting me up. I'm like, that's very understandable. I wish I had known. Because I was doing that thing where you can still send it and it blows up your phone. <laughs> it like does this weird thing on your screen, at least to me. It's pretty funny. No, well, I, if you're masturbating, you want to see a text from me come through. I could still get it done, but no, I, I don't. I don't want to see a text from do anyone. Do you scares me for what if you're texting your dad he's not texting me but still i feel like maybe that's happening like this move up yeah but i don't want to like see that yeah i'm actually lying the second i'm like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i like reached relocked the door shut my fucking computer cameras lens nine times that's funny all right rapid fire we're dating natasha and i and you are got a loud voice and smart with it so I'm making this up as we go now. Here we go. Deal breaker or red flag? An actor or <laughs> dirty socks? Wow. Andrea, you quick with it on this little guy. Oh, wow. This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This is funny. In LA, if someone is untidy or someone's in an industry that. Just maybe, may not maybe work we just out. do yes, like which ones? Worse, <laughs> red flag. You no, know, it's a red flag. They're or both like a, red flags. It's a red flag or a deal breaker. Dirty socks or an actor. <laughs> it's pretty good. Both. Oh, deal breaker. I don't think any are a deal breaker. Dirty socks. Okay. <laughs> but they're both red flags. Yeah, you don't know if someone actually has a job or if they're gonna be a starving artist forever. And you know, someone don't wash their clothes. <laughs> Smelly. Or sweaty because they're working real hard to get something that ain't gonna happen. Mm, I would have wish I had more of these. I don't think I, you don't have any more of these, but I feel like you. I'm looking at my phone like I have more questions to ask myself. You okay. do? No. Well, tell ask me. Myself. No, I don't have any questions to ask myself. <laughs> but you just thought I have more questions. No, I was reading my phone as if I did. Uh, no, I, no, I no, no. I mean, that's a wrap. Like, what else do you want to pull? I want to do the. I wanted to do the red flag deal breaker but i just thought of it right now so it's like because listen this bitch is there throughout every journey of our dating experience 
the yeah. all of the single friends that she has. So it's like, shit, last night I got a picture of something crazy. I text the group. She's like, deal breaker. Like, <laughs> she doesn't say that, but we know the deal breaker. Things like <laughs> that. It's like, there's so many. She's heard the, so many things in her face. There was one time in the, in the big group chat where Sarah was definitely, like, not involved. She was cooking dinner, and I was like, where is Sarah? Because I was saying, this is fucking a red flag. You're being asked to go to a different location mm-hmm. at the hotel he's staying at. It's called, he just wants the vagina. And she's like, maybe, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if Sarah was here, she would say, fuck off. Red flag and a deal breaker, whatever. I mean, like, this is like your day to day. How does it feel? And it was even like Nima. Even I have, I mean, yeah. See? That I was telling yeah. Danny, I was like, ooh, once one of these bitches get a boyfriend, I'm, I'm going to be so skeptical the first Oh, and she, and she so. is. Our friend Chris is dating someone and <laughs> I remember being on the line at Zara to buy something and you're like I don't know I'll find something <laughs> but not like a, in a, just in a way we're like she's looking out for you shit you know what I got a story the first sexual encounter I had post breakup Sarah is the ultimate motherfucking <laughs> baller bitch friend I'm like it's fine like he looks like a classic great A standard fuck boy I mean, right? You couldn't get more fuckboy than that. Hinge, four pictures, nothing else. I don't even think there were prompts. It was just his picture. <laughs> anyway, so he's like, oh, well, I can't go out. I have my dog, the sitter, luring me to the apartment. And I'm like, I think I'm ready. <laughs> Meanwhile, in my head, I knew something was going to happen. But I was like, I'm not doing anything. And Sarah's like, do you even know what he looks like? I'm like, not at all. She's like, give me your phone. She takes my phone. She calls this motherfucker. She FaceTimes FaceTimes him. him. And she's like, hi, I'm Andrea's friend. Just double checking what the fuck you look like. And if you're not a catfish and who. And she just asked him standard, you know, first date, five questions. Or just like normal human questions. And he was like, wow. And I really like, okay, that's a friend. (laughs) I was nervous. It was your first time out there. I went all the way to Hollywood. Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Some fuck boy. And then you were there till 6 a.m. And she tracks us as well, so she knows where we are at all times. It's so convenient. So I've ever, yeah, I remember the. I have two new people to track. It is convenient. I actually <laughs> love doing it. You got me on to it. I'm like, where is Sarah? It's just very fun. And most no, of the home. But then she'll hit you with a text like, why are you in Studio City? Or why are you in wherever the fuck I, yeah. Which happens often. I love. The mother. <laughs> catching people the in mother. weird places. Uh, you're out of the door ordinary. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Locations are great. When I was younger, I remember it could get weird when you're young and you have girlfriends who like are like, you know, catty or whatever. Just trying to call me catty? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of when Maddie? Find My Friend was like a popular thing. But then I remember it was when I first actually was with Danny, the girl I met Danny through, used to hook up with him, but also set me up with him. So it was a whole mess. Oh, but yeah. No. That's a whole thing we don't want to go into. No, no. No, no, that. no. I'm from Staten Island. <laughs> but <laughs> uncut gems. Uncut gems. I can't wait to bring Danny on. All right, what's the, what's the one main thing you love about Danny or the biggest thing? I got mine for you guys, which is so sad. Um, oh, his... She just chugged her wine like a fucking glass of water. Am I, I making, am I putting you in the hot seat or what? I, no, I love how sincerely caring he is. 
about people and he gives a lot of genuine like he gives a lot of sincerity and honesty to people and just wants to make sure everyone is always feeling all right and feeling good Mm. and again I guess it's something you talked about us in general like putting other people first but it is a quality about him he just wants to make me happy and wants to grow with me but him and seeing how much he cares about people and their health and happiness is something that I love and aspire for. I'm not crying. This motherfucker put my, my dresser together. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He's just great. He's so dependable. He's just, he always just wants the best for ev- any yeah. person. It doesn't matter what they did, like, who they are. Here's a, he will a, do anything. He's just like a, has a great, good soul. We'll be, you know, walking in the streets in New York and there's this one homeless man in Soho on Prince Street that he would always, like, go buy lunch for him. Like, he just is, uh, what, there's, like, a word for it. Altruistic. I think he's very altruistic. Yeah, I always say if I could clone him, would. <laughs> All right, what's your least favorite thing about him? If you want more questions, I'll give you more questions. Shit. I give you a fucking Oh idiot. my god, she's chugging in wine. Don't slam my coffee table like that. This is nice glass. He could be stubborn, as altruistic as he She's is. the most stubborn person I've ever met. <laughs> Along with myself. Okay. I wouldn't call myself stubborn or bratty. I would call myself particular because I know what I want. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like. But it's hard to change your mind. <laughs> Well, even just watching you guys set up the bikes, I'm like, this, I, that's why I was laughing. I walked <laughs> over here because you, you have what, yeah. So that's hard to navigate as a couple. Um, if he, I feel like but he, he knows, he goes, Sarah, get your hands <laughs> off and she'll listen. <laughs> um, yeah, he could be stubborn or he could be, I don't know, wishy washy sometimes, maybe. And I'm more run and gun or to the point or I don't know overanalyzing I don't know we have there's a lot of things it's hard to pinpoint <laughs> wow that was he's gonna like hear well, that I was back. thinking of him and me and like w- no I said one thing that you, you said stubborn <laughs> well we'll move on <laughs> <laughs> this dumb I mean head. shit this bitch has been in a relationship for nine years got the gem of the salt of the earth whatever you call it Great guy. We're all friends with him. We love him. We love them. They're our parents. What, what would I have done without you? I, Dobby needs a sock. <laughs> I do not know. Very thankful. Any other last words for people in or not in a relationship that are like, hmm, how do I fucking make this shit last, boo? Sometimes you just need a four-hour boyfriend, not a forever boyfriend. And that is something I tweeted back in 2012. <laughs> and I stand by it. Because even right now, being in a relationship, I have multiple boyfriends. She does. She actually really does. They're not real boyfriends. They're just mental boyfriends. <laughs> but they're not emotional. They're not emotional boyfriends. They're just... They're, men- they're mental. They're, they're like... like he- they're like they're pretends. She- yeah. It's, it's like playing pretend. <laughs> Flirting is human nature. When you're out at a bar, you see someone, you talk... Being with someone doesn't define who you are. You can still have a conversation and not get shunned for it. You can still flirt. It's human fucking nature. It's called being secure in a relationship and something that I aspire to have one day down the road. 
<laughs> and you ain't taking no one home unless your man approves. And I, it's gonna be a three-way. I what? I will say Sarah I'm just got drunk in a that. snap of the fingers, but on my end, I know I see them. Can I say one story? All it's right, very cute. What? I might cry. I was crashing on their couch during said breakup, and um, they went to bed together, and they were cracking up. <laughs> Cracking up for some literally was crying for so long. It was like I don't even know what it felt. I just heard them laughing. I'm on the couch with my fucking suitcase of fucking panties, and I'm like, holy shit! And I thought I can't remember the last time I did that with said person. And I was just sitting there sobbing. They were just cracking up for like 20 minutes. I was like, that was the cutest thing ever. So everyone, laugh with your partner. Love your partner. That too. Live with your partner. We go to bed laughing every all the time. I know. Night. We, that's you call we're... each other out. You laugh at each other. It's the biggest thing I would say. You guys make each other laugh so much, even when you're not being funny. He's like, ah. I'm actually like, I would love to peek a curtain into other people's bedrooms. I wonder what they do because we just become like weirdos. And yeah, we just... it's cute. We're great. <sighs> They're secure. What's that? Well, Dre, I have to thank you very much because there are a lot of great, well-thought-out questions. I hope that I was able to give some sage advice to people. But again, sometimes you don't need a forever boyfriend. You just need a four-hour boyfriend. Oh, I'm also back on Twitter. If anyone wants, it's Sarah Foshos. That's S-A-R-A-H-F-O-S-H-O-S. Oh, I've been tweeting lately. Like I'm into it now. I'm getting back on it. She's um, got some funny one-liners, <laughs> some funny... One twatters, I guess. Like, who's like, on Twitter? I exactly. You? Get back on Go it. Go on the Vatsat City Twitter and make us. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like, the same. Both so, great, guys, Jay. that Thank was you. fun. Or did you, how'd you feel with that? Thanks. I felt great. I felt good. You look comfortable. I've been drinking. No wine was supposed to Warmed up. Chug. All right, guys, and that's a wrap. Vatsat City, your therapist, your non therapist, your funny hangout kiki friends. That's it. Got it. You'll, the next time this episode will She be says this every time. Guys, we're going to come out whenever we fucking can. We're going through some shit. We're living. We're hoping every fucking Wednesday weekly. Let's go, See baby. See you next See week. See you next week. Bye.